This is the Shannon Smith Shooting Podcast. Gas it up. What's up, guys and girls? Welcome back to Shannon Smith Shooting Show Podcast. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate all you guys' feedback. Had a couple of matches these last couple of weeks. Area 6 multi-gun. And then just had the Area 6 pistol uh, yesterday. Actually, for me, I shot with the staff on Wednesday because of some scheduling conflicts. Uh, and a lot of folks coming up uh, saying they're listening and and thanking me for doing the podcast. I've mentioned it before, but I know there's analytics out there and uh, abilities to, to track who's listening and how many are listening and and whatever. But I don't do any of that because I don't, I don't really care. I Certainly appreciate everybody listening, but like as I've said before, I really do this because I help my students out, and I'm normally sitting around thinking about this stuff anyway, so I figured I might as well say it out loud, and maybe it'll benefit somebody else, but I uh, love running into listeners out there, and be sure and hit me up on on the avenues, Facebook, Instagram, email, whatever, and uh, let me know anything you'd like me to talk about. I've got... Uh, few questions left i'm gonna do another question episode here before long but uh, i'm running run a little low so hit me up on on some topics uh just coming off as i mentioned the area 6 pistol and then before that was the area 6 multi-gun which i haven't covered either so i'm gonna hit the multi-gun today and then i'll hit the uh pistol match on the next one after i wait and find out if i want or not i'm recording this on friday i think yeah friday I shot the match yesterday, which was Thursday, and then obviously the weekend will be continuing on with the match as well. I'm going to step off with a couple of self-defense related things. I still want to keep that a flavor of the cast. Uh, yesterday, I I drove down. The Area 6 pistol was in a little town called Okeechobee, Florida, which is a couple hours south of where I live. And... I had normal daddy duties that morning, getting the babe up and dressed and fed and off to daycare, and then I was headed down. I, I was going to be late, which the match director knew and was nice enough to let me uh, catch up a couple of stages I missed at the end of the day. But I, I could count on one hand the times I've walked out of the house and forgot my carry gun uh, probably in the last five years or more. I'm that very very rarely happens and I don't know why it happened yesterday but it sure as heck did and so I, I made a stop on the way down to hit CVS to grab some some sunscreen and some snacks for the match and uh, I look and sure as heck I forgot my carry gun so I carry a truck gun as I've mentioned before I, I just got a new truck on that note so we'll see how the the truck cast sounds in a uh, non 14 year old truck um, so maybe that, that put me out of sorts or whatever, but, you know, I wouldn't, uh, go out there and tell everybody to have a gun in the vehicle, but I, I do. And I leave it there all the time. And if somebody steals it, they steal it. They steal it. You know, I'm not going to live my life based on fear of some POS thief breaking the law. Uh, but anyway, that's, that, that saved me. Not that I wouldn't have gone into CVS if I didn't have a gun, but you know, if you have one, it's better to, better to have one than not. 
So I grabbed the grabbed the J frame and jammed it down the pants and, and off we went. So that was uh, not a big deal and I wasn't making any other stops, but it's just something I wanted to bring up. It's I don't know what got me out of my routine that morning, but something got me out of the routine and forgot what I was supposed to be carrying with. On that note, as you've heard me talk about, I've been a huge fan of the of the Glock Model 42, which is their small uh, single stack 380 carry gun. And I think I've covered this, but in the years of old, I was of the opinion that you know, if you, if you had to carry a holster or wear a holster for your gun, that you could pretty much carry whatever you wanted. I mean, once you're going to a holster, uh, you know, Glock 17, Glock 19, Glock 26, whatever, you know, none of those are are out of the realm of possibility. Uh, I carried pocket guns for many, many, many years, starting with the Kel-Tec 32, which laugh all you want, but the thing ran like a champ. And uh, yeah, it's a 32, but you know, I could hit with it, and if you meet anybody that can take three to four rounds in the face of 32, then bring them on. Uh, when the Ruger came out with the LCP in 380, I moved up to that. You know, a little better quality gun, a little better performing round, so that was a step up, and uh, I, I carried that for I don't know how many years, long time. So easy, again, we've talked about this, but living in Florida and with my job and my attire, I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt most of the time and it just makes it easy and you know if you're the guy that rocks the the full-size 17 with an rmr and a light and a spare mag you know 24 7 then good on you man that's that's better but it's just not practical that i've found for me and for a guy that carries a gun all the time i i err on the side of you know something that's comfortable and I'm going to be able to wear what I want to wear and go where I want to go and and be comfortable. So, but I always thought like once you have to go to a holster, then, you know, you can, you can carry whatever. So that, that's why I went with the pocket guns because it, it lightens up your wardrobe requirements and, and you can roll with what you want to roll with. Until I tried the Glock 42. When that, when that came around, when that first came out, I tried it out and, man, was it a difference. You know, the, the holstered... And it's a little bit big for me, uh, for pocket. Um, it could be carried in the pocket, I guess, but a little too large for me to carry in the pocket. So you, you did have to go to a holster with that gun. But you know that gun in the holster was way different than a 19 in the holster. And I, I never, I never carried a 26 or 19 actually, but I carried a 23 uh, for for quite a while in, inside the waistband. And uh, it's the same width. You know, it's basically the same as a as a 23 or a 26 or 27. Um, and it's, it's not impossible. I mean, it was, it's not a big deal, but not as comfortable as the 42. So once that came around, that kind of changed my mind on the holster versus not holster. And I've been carrying that for, I don't even know how long, long time. Still love it. Still awesome gun. However, today I uh, had the opportunity to try out the new SIG P365 and holy cow is this thing a game changer uh, it's I mean the dimensions are online I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head but a guy at our range had one let me come out and play with it and you know it is slightly larger 
than the 42 even um, in a couple of dimensions, but not much. And I even put it in my uh, my 42 holster. I brought the 42 out with me to just compare them side by side. Because I, mean, I knew the, the 365 was out and I knew what everybody was saying about it, but that's not the same until you can get it in your hands, get it in your holster, get it in your pants, and, and you know see how it actually actually fits. Uh, and it fit in my 42 holster, no problem. It was not a squeeze to get it in there. So it may be a smidge uh, larger in width, but I mean, it literally fit right down the holster, no problem. I didn't lock in because the, the trigger guards are different where it locks up, but but it fit in there perfectly. Uh, I shot quite a few rounds out of it. It comes with a you know, stock with a really, really nice set of sights and an amazing trigger. Um, and I know my buddy Phil Strader was involved in the development, so I'm sure that, that had some impact there as, as being a shooter's shooter. But man, the gun shot fantastic. Three inch barrel. Uh, I was hitting a 20 yard plate rack, no problem. We had some poppers at 30 yards, no problem. Uh, rapid fire on some close steel. The gun returns nice. Uh, the recoil is nice. I, mean, I, I shot the, is it the Robar or the Warbar or the Warbach or whatever it was back in the day. The, it was one of the first Wonder Nines. Uh, that Kimber Solo when that thing came out. And you know, I don't know what it is about those guns, but a 9mm out of some of those was just not pleasant. You know, when the first 380s came out in the Kel-Tec and uh, they were not pleasant. And even the LCP was not awesome with a 380, but wasn't horrible. And, you know, as a guy for shoots it for a living, I'll be the first to tell you, I don't like recoil. Uh, you know, I like the gun to be comfortable to shoot, return to target quick, and be able to get the next round down. And this gun did all of that. You know, for a, for a small gun, shooting 9mm, and they were regular rounds. It wasn't plus P or nothing, and I, I probably wouldn't carry plus P anyway. But uh, this thing is, uh, is a game changer, so I already called one contact of a gun store and they didn't have any in stock so it may take me a little bit to get a hold of one because they're they're a hot commodity right now but uh, i'll definitely be definitely be moving uh, to that gun now maybe you know maybe when i carry it around for a week i'll change my story you know maybe it's a little bit larger than i think it is but but i don't think so i, I put it in the holster today and it just didn't seem significantly larger at all uh, compared to the 42. You know, the, the 43 has been around, which is Glock's uh, single stack nine. And if it, if it had been around, you know, when I was ready to, to look to look and buy the 42, I probably would have gone with the 43. But, you know, once it came out, I was thinking, well, yes, you're going nine millimeter over to the 380, but it's slightly larger in every dimension and you're not gaining any capacity. So what's the point? So I never made the switch to the 43, uh, but this is different. You know, they've got a, some kind of crazy proprietary magazine that's like double stack, but not really double stack, uh, allowing 10 rounds in uh, the same package. So now, obviously, that's worth changing. Now I'm, I'm gaining in caliber, and I'm significantly gaining in capacity uh, in almost the same size of gun. Yeah, it's a little bit larger, but almost the same size of gun. Uh, so that, that's going to be cool. We run our Defensive Pistol League matches out here, our DPL. So I will definitely be getting out there, getting it uh, in use in some 
it's a little bit of pressure situations with a time timer going off and moving around the course of fire and, and see how it see how it uh, performs. But I shot a fair number of rounds today, maybe you know, maybe seventy or hundred rounds or something, and uh, super super impressed. So definitely something you want to check out for you guys and gals that are out there carrying. All right, so on to the Area Six Multi Gun Championship. This is a USPSA match, three gun basically. Uh, USPSA calls it multi gun. I was running my range. I was the match director, so again, I'm back in that weird spot where I'm running the match, trying to shoot with staff and get everything done, which is not optimal performance, but for performance. But that's that's the way I roll, so I'm used to it. Uh, I won the the Florida Open. I shot at PCC. And we talked about that, but I won that by 0.74 of a single point. And if you don't understand how our games, how our game works, or how how our game is scored, uh, I'll just tell you that's tight. And you know, a single point—I forget what the Florida Open was, but it was probably you know 1,500 points or something. So percentage-wise, that's it's minuscule. That's a blink of an eye. Uh, you know, it's way less than one bad shot, put it that way. Certainly not a miss. It's just it's just a single errant shot that missed the center by a by a inch, uh, or you know one extra shot on a piece of steel. It's just it's a very small margin, and it it uh, it really sucks to lose by by such a small margin. But a win is a win, and nobody remembers second place in five years anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, Area 6 Multigun, I lost the match by 0.020 of a single point. So, hello karma. You know, being on on the plus side one match, and then one match later you're on you're on the downside. So that's, you know, that's how tight this sport runs. That's how good these guys are. And everything matters. And, you know, you want to... I was going to use the word fight, but that's not right. But, I mean, you want to make sure that you're being scored as correctly as you can. And don't be afraid to to bring it up to the range officer and say, hey, let's let's overlay that. Maybe that's a an alpha instead of a charlie or a charlie instead of a delta or something. Not, you know, I'm not saying to, to try and get something you don't deserve if you think. And I hope that I don't do that. You know, and you always, or I always anyway, wonder, you know, your integrity can't be bought and, you are who you are on the range, and everybody knows what type of person everybody is. I mean, your competitors are watching whether you think they are or not. And I would like to think my competitors would uh, would say I'm of high integrity, and I, I think I am. So, But, you know, when you're in the heat of the battle and you're in that moment and you're wanting for all your want to, to think that's a double on the 20-yard swinger in the D zone, you know, it probably is not. So I, you know, I try to put myself in the position of the RO or in the position of the match director, and and uh, yeah, that's not going to happen today. Uh, but by the same token, also don't be afraid to to take a look. You know, if they're they're calling those close calls and you don't think it's right, if you really think it might be an A or it might be a C or whatever, certainly it's within your right to have them take a second look. And Area Six Multi Gun has scored time plus, which I'm not going to get into, but. It's a little bit different. It's not not the hit factor scoring like we do in pistol. Um, and I had 
So I, I lost, I think it was a 700-point match or something like that. Uh, no, actually, it was an 800-point match because eight stages at 100 points. But uh, So I lost by, by 0.2. And, again, that's barely even calculable in, in terms of, you know, what did you do wrong to, to lose? It, there's breathe. You know, you're taking one extra breath on a, on a long-range shot, and there, you just lost the match. And it's literally, literally that close. Uh, I had three misses in the match. Um, no, actually, I had four. I had four. Three of which I knew. And so it was just a big learning curve for me. You're always learning in this game. As I mentioned, I'm, I'm getting more into the three-gun thing this year. I'm going to three-gun national champion, the USPSA multi-gun nationals uh, here in a couple days. And then I've got another three-gun nation match on the calendar. Uh, that's all I've got on the calendar, but I'm going to pick some more up this year. But more big matches, more big three-gun matches than I ever shot. And three-gun's interesting in that wherever you go, it's scored differently. You could be under USPSA uh, time plus. You could be USPSA hit factor, although probably not really. Uh, three-gun nation. Uh, UML's coming around now. There's a bunch of outlaw matches out there. Uh, so all the matches are scored differently. In USPSA... Again, without going into details, but it's, it's you're basically the time that takes you to shoot plus penalties, and there's some points involved, but we're not going to get into that. But basically, a, a miss costs you uh, 10 seconds if it's a, if you totally miss the target, and then 5 seconds if you just got one hit on the target, let's say. So it's, it's, it's in, the, in the realm of 3-gun, that's a pretty high penalty margin. So it's, it costs you a lot in USPSA. To miss, uh, to miss completely, or to even even only get one hit on target. And if you hit the center of the target once, one time, that's as good as anything. The target's neutralized, as we call it. Or if you hit the target twice anywhere, that target's uh, also neutralized. So that's the same. So one hit in the middle, two hits anywhere on target. Equal, equal accuracy. Good. That's good enough. Um, so my learning curve was uh, in, in, in two of my penalties, I knew I missed it. And in one, in one scenario with a rifle, it was a uh, kind of a leaning shot. And I was starting to move out of position before I finished the second shot. And I, I put a shot into the wall which that was obscuring the target. You know, I 100% knew I did it but I was already moving out of position. So you're thinking, well, maybe that other, maybe that other round hit the center, which would be fine, no penalty, but it didn't. It was a you know, half inch out or an inch out or something. So that was a five second penalty. In uh, another instance, it was with a pistol and I had trigger freeze, again, the last target. I was getting ready to dump the pistol and move on. And the gun froze up. I actually thought I was out of ammo because it was a, a, a pretty long, high round count pistol sequence. And I knew I was going to be tight on ammo. And I thought I thought I was out. Uh, but it ended up being trigger freeze. I wasn't out. <clears throat> but again, you're in the midst of dumping the gun, in the midst of moving. We were hauling ass to another position to grab another gun. And it was a damn, it was a close target too. Holy cow, it was like a three foot target. So, again, I'm thinking, well, I hope I hit the center and 
and go, and I didn't. So I was, again, inch out. Uh, and then the third instance, I missed a clay target with a shotgun that I totally knew I missed, but it was the last round of the shotgun. I'd already used the match saver, so I was going to have to go to the belt, bolt lock, drop it in, and, you know, with birdshot, with the way the score works, if you get one BB on the clay, that's good. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have, you don't have to dust it. So again, you're in the heat of battle, you're moving, I'm moving to another gun, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. So your, your positive brain's thinking, ah, you probably got a BB on there, fuck it, let's go. And I didn't. So that, that was a complete miss, there's 10 seconds. So, I mean, there's, you know, rifle miss, pistol miss, shotgun miss, that totals up 20 seconds. Well, you know, without any one of those, I win the match, and it doesn't even take that much. I mean, it was just one of those points uh, out of the 20. Um, but you know, your the competitor, of course, uh, had I'm sure had issues throughout the match too. So I'm not blaming that. But what I'm saying is the learning curve for me in, in USPSA scoring is uh, you can't accept that. You've got to suck it up and go back and make up that hit. You know, in the case of the rifle, unless you're damn sure it was a center hit, which I wasn't. I was hoping. Unless you're damn sure it was a center hit. You've got to move back to that position and take that shot. Uh, same thing with the pistol. And that target was so close, man. I, I could have just looked up at it. And I don't, I don't score the targets as I'm shooting, but I could have in that instance. I could have looked up and seen, well, that was not an A. And then maybe I would have realized it was trigger freeze and the gun wasn't empty and make the shot. But even if I didn't, even if you got to stand there and load, it's worth it. And it's hard to, it's hard to swallow that when you're in the middle of the, of the competition and think, well, shit, I got to stand here and load the gun. That's going to take forever. But, uh, you know, you've already made a mistake. Now I've talked about this tons in pistol shooting. I understand it in pistol shooting and I, I can instantly make the calculation and take the correct action in pistol shooting. Uh, but I haven't figured that out in a three gun yet. And I'm, so I'm still working on it. Uh, but you have to, you have to have the discipline to realize, I know I missed that shotgun target. Uh, you know, 90, 97% chance I did not get a BB on that target. So suck it. You know, you've already made the mistake. Now you got to pay the piper. You got to stand here, load your one shotgun round and make the shot. Obviously the better option is to not miss in the first place, but you're going to miss. I mean, things are going to happen and you've got to be able to work through it in your head quickly and, and make the right action. And I didn't do that. Uh, my last penalty was a popper that didn't fall. I'm not upset about that because I, I hit it and I called the hit, and moved on, never, you know, never looked back, never saw that it didn't fall. Uh, so that sucks, but that happens too. Uh, so I'm not, not upset about that. Uh, just about the, about the ones that I missed. The, and it's all about the scoring systems and you have to understand the game you're playing. We've talked about this before on our fundamentals. You know, the same target at the same distance if I'm shooting USPSA major versus USPSA minor versus IDPA. Uh, I'm going to engage that target, the same target at the same distance with different fundamentals uh, because you understand how the game is played and how the game is scored. Uh, same thing with three gun. So you have to understand uh, the scoring system that you're working under. Uh, three gun nation, for example, uh, those wouldn't have been nearly as penal of mistakes. 
and I don't I don't know three gun nation rules quite as well, especially since we just came off uh, shooting USPSA. But you know, a miss is like uh, fail to neutralize, as we call it, is like two seconds, and I think a complete miss is five seconds. So that changes things a little bit. You know, it's 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 uh, uh, half or fifty percent less as penal in that game. Uh, as it is in USPSA. So now maybe you turn up the speed a little bit. Now maybe you use a different fundamental on a given target. Uh, now maybe you don't stand there and load the shotgun. You know, those are a lot of things you have to have to think about and you have to calculate them quickly. But it all comes it all comes from understanding that the game the game that you're playing. Uh, you know, three gun with the uh, like three gun nation for example is straight time. So your time is your time is your time. Uh, USPSA has time plus points, which means every stage is worth X amount of points. But it's still a time game. And then you get, you know, your points are, are curved off of that. Uh, UML's got something different coming along. Uh, but again, it comes down to how how the stage is run and how long the stage is. So take Three Gun Nation, for example, at our range this year. The, the long range stage, we had one stage that had some long range shots and they weren't that long but the stage in and of itself was kind of long there was a lot of shotgun ahead of time and then you were setting up for some uh, long range rifle or medium range rifle uh, but that stage itself is running you know 60 some seconds for the pros and and maybe 80 to, to 120 for your mid-level shooter where the other stages in the course of fire or in the in the match were way less, you know, 20, 30 seconds, maybe 40 seconds, 50 seconds for a stage. And the Air 6 Multigun wasn't wasn't much different. We had we had two long range stages. Um, I think the good guys were 80, 90 on on the long range. Average shooters 140. And back to our regular stage of the other, you know, seven. They were running again, uh, 40, 50, 60. So, you know, I don't love that. That's just the way it is. But I don't love that with the time scoring because it overweights the longer range stage. But you have to recognize that. So you have to understand that. Hey, man, this stage is is important. The same as you would look at a pistol match with a uh, you know 32 or higher round count stage that's that's going to be a high hit factor that's going to be you know fast and close you have to recognize that this is a high point value stage and it's a high hit factor stage and you attack the stage accordingly same thing with three gun you got to understand what the stage is what the stage means in the in the in the course of the match and how you're going to attack that stage accordingly so a lot to learn um and i'm learning i did some three gun practice today with some rifle and pistol um, so it's fun, you know, it's, it's fun because it's new. It's fun because there's a lot to learn, a lot to pick up on. I'm not, uh, awesome, but I'm getting there. I'm heading out, as I mentioned, to the Multigun Nationals on Wednesday, shooting that this coming weekend. So I'm looking forward to that first time there. I'm sure I'll learn a ton, make a ton of mistakes. Um, first national championship in three gun. So I'm excited uh, to get involved there, uh, learn things I need to work on. I just picked up a uh, the new Night Force 1-8, to 
So that's pretty awesome. I've been running the Vortex 1-6, to the Razor, which is a fantastic scope. I love it. I was fortunate to win the, the Night Force at the Three Gun Nation match. And being the A-Power, I figured that's eh, got to be gooder. So got that mounted up, did some long-range testing last week, did some close-range work this week. And I think I'm digging it. It's uh, only downside or, or, or drawback, if that's even the right word, is the eye relief is a little tight. Um, some of my boys on the internet were calling it the eye box. I don't hadn't heard that term before, but maybe that's what the cool kids call it. Uh, but you just have to be a little more precise in your mount so you're seeing correctly through the scope. And maybe the vortex is extraordinarily large. I'm not sure. I don't have a whole lot of experience, but uh, the vortex is definitely a wider field of view, as I would the terminology I would use on your closer stuff, getting on target quick. And maybe that's not even the right word. Maybe it's not even getting on target, but just in, in the forgiveness in your mounting, when you mount the gun, you've got a little more forgiveness uh, with the vortex over the night force. But you know, if you mount the gun right, you're looking through the middle, then it doesn't matter. And so I did a little bit of close range work today. I'll, I'll get some more probably on Monday before I take off. But uh, I'm happy with it. And I'm not sure what to expect in Vegas um, for the multi-gun nationals. I'm expecting them to go out pretty far, but I don't know. Never been there, so we'll see. Which is why I decided to, to change scopes uh, two weeks out or a week out. But at distance, given the size of the target, uh, the night force is definitely definitely excels there more power it's the first focal plane and i got the minute reticle so it's much more precise in uh, picking up your long range stuff i was you know shooting 500 on a 10 inch target and 600 on a on an 18 inch target uh, no problem you know, from a sandbag given but uh, the gun gun and ammo are good and the, and the scope was was real nice real precise aiming points and you know, the gun settles down enough that you can you can see the impact too, so that always helps. So that was cool. I'm looking forward to that. Just picked up another Benelli from Terran Tactical, so that's cool. Just got that today. Haven't haven't shot it yet or messed with it. My uh, other one's perfect. Nothing wrong with that, except I smashed the front sight off at the last stage of the Area 6. But, again, diving... Diving more into three gun, figured I was going to need another shotgun at some point, and so went ahead and grabbed that. And then the 2011 Edge worked over by Derek is is performing great as well. So all the all the gear is in good shape. Uh, looking forward to heading out the match and and seeing what happens. That's going to cover us for now. Thank you guys for listening. I'll uh, hit the Area Six pistol match, which I shot PCC, so it's kind of a rifle match too. Uh, I'll cover that in our next topic once the weekend scores come in. Didn't shoot great, but hopefully it was enough to, to hold off the field. So we'll see. Hope everybody's having a good week. I'll see you on the range. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Baby, the class has a real place.